You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using promo code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with the free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's promo code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm producer T, and I'm joined by the one and only Nick Floor today, and it's just the two of us. Uh, Dylan is uh, feeling a little raspy in the throat, so we're giving him the day off. He's hitting the buttons and switches back there, but I don't even think quite, he's able to say hello. Quite the day off. Oh, there you go. He's there. Running the board here. What a day off. I, <laughs> I know, right? We still got him grinding. I'm, I'm sick. I got to come in and do the podcast. <laughs> Ain't no day off for Dylan. No Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm a little, uh, I'm pretty sunburned. You can't really tell. Uh, pretty sunburned from the uh, A's game. That's why I was not here for Sunday's recording. Uh, A's pulled out the victory. But, you know, even more importantly, today is May 4th. Right, I'm a right. big, big Star Wars fan. So, like, yeah. May I, the 4th be I, with you. I don't know if I Nick even knows got this shirt. either then. I was just trying to throw in the phrase, it was good game, eh? Why? What? Because it was a good game, eh? The A's? Oh, yeah. oh my the god, dude! The A's—that was just a, a bunch of Canadians. It's the A's, <laughs> but it's not the letter A. It's E H. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nick, I've never watched a Star Wars, and you are now fired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to either. It's like my thing now. Oh, it's so you're like a hipster. Yeah, exactly. So what? You're like, I don't it. watch Star Wars. Yeah, air flips. I'm too cool for Star Wars. No, I just never watched it, and, and now I'm determined never to. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like a guy who can stick to his guns. <laughs> and maybe all the other ladies do, because Producer T is on a Tinder profile near you. Make sure you swipe right. Hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Single yeah. I'm ready I'm, to mingle. <laughs> I'm a little jealous of the, the suntan you're getting there, bud. We're not Suntan? Getting... No, no, no. See, I'm very Irish. I don't know if you can tell by this, uh, <laughs> by this lovely red beard I have here. But the Irish genes take over, and I just burn, peel, and freckle. There's no such thing Ooh. as a tan. Triple it's bad. Whammy. That's a good band name. So, yeah. Yeah, I sat out there in the, the lovely Bay Area weather at the Oakland Coliseum, watched a phenomenal game, of course, A's win, and uh, got absolutely toasted. Let me see if I can actually show you this. This is my watch. 
Do you see? Oh. I don't know if you can see it. Some zebra lines well, going what, on. What did you get it. at the game, Nick? I got a sunburn, really. That's it. Oh, I, I thought you used a different term there. No. I don't no. know. So. <laughs> I heard you got a little ripped off on the, on the beers and the food, though. Oh, yeah. I got absolutely shafted. It's great to be back. $45 <laughs> on fish and chips and two beers. But they came in souvenir cups. So. Hey, that, you can get to take home your cup. It's fine. Yeah, we got the W, and it was my son's first MLB game. So it was... It was great times, great times. Nice, glad to hear it. Uh, before we get into some Sharks talk, let's throw out our social media handles. You can follow myself at producer underscore T-E-E. You can follow the podcast at Stick Hungry Pod, And you can follow the network at Hockey Pod Net. Nick? You can follow myself on Twitter at Nick Floor underscore. And you can follow Dylan at D-Y-L underscore T-H-P-N. See, enjoying that day off over there. <laughs> yeah, I, he does say his voice hurts. I've been there before. I had a, yeah. a, a pretty rough patch where my voice was bad, and like I wished I had somebody that could, could talk for me. So I figured I'd give him a little shout out there. There you go. There you you go. can do Kyle though. Oh, um, at McLaren underscore K. Is that wrong? Is a question mark at the end. Of yeah, the, I feel the like that, that was wrong. <laughs> no, you're Yay! good. I'm not gonna try and do it in his accent or anything though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got a couple games to talk. Oh, no, one game to talk about, really. Um, another loss and confirmation that we are not going to be in the playoffs. That slight silver, silver little bit of hope there, gone. Yeah, the silver lining's gone. The Sharks have been officially eliminated, not just because we lost, but because the St. Louis Blues beat the Ducks. Right. So we have been officially eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs, which means there's no reason why Martin Jones needs to start again. Yeah, I I know. It was brutal. I, the game against the Avs, it was 5-4, loss in OT. I don't even know if I said that. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was rough. I mean, I, I can't I can't imagine a, a single reason, really, for Martin Jones to play again this year. Yeah, I mean, the guys in front of him played very well. Like, the... Uh, it was a one-to-one game after the first uh, hurdle and uh, Kane score in the second, giving the Sharks their first two-goal lead. Uh, in the third period, uh, the Avs scored, making it a 3-2. And then Meyer scores a pretty great shot, if I'm being completely honest. And uh, that's another two-goal lead, and the Sharks just decide to piss it all away, essentially, do what they've done all year. And, you know, much of the blame, much like all year, can be put on Martin Jones's back. I mean, he had... 26 saves on only 31 shots so for an 839 save percentage so you know he's just replicating what he's been doing the last three years and honestly at this point boys it looks like we have a caller uh and i believe it is shane shane how you doing today good you got sorry go ahead trade I was gonna say, just drinking a beer about to go work out do run on the treadmill oh the pre uh, pre pre-workout beer i love that yeah (laughs) You got a question for us at all, bud? That. Uh, no, I, I thought I had some answers for your tea time questions, so I was hoping I'd, I'd catch you doing those. You're a little, you're a little early for those, man. We we were oh, really? a little behind. We had some technical difficulties. So, oh, okay. Yeah, you can call back in like say 15, 20 minutes though. Okay. Yeah, then all we right. can we can get you joined in on it. Okay, I'll call back in 15 minutes. All right, enjoy your beer, bud. All right, bye. <laughs> We got another tea time dialed up today. I, I, I think producer Pigeon has been pecking away at the keyboard back there. Oh. I managed to get him in before I know Nick is so done with the tea time. He's like, no, I, gotta, I love I it. It's like I want to announce it at the beginning. I mean, <laughs> when I was listening to uh, 
the recording for Sunday. I was listening to it yesterday on my way into work, and I was like, oh, shit, they got tea time. All right, all right. <laughs> it's something to look forward to, you know? It's it's a really nice little segment that, you know, for how bad the sharks are right now, it's a nice little refresher yeah. to listen to. It always gets Especially all the complex answers that you guys are <laughs> big-braining these things, so. <laughs> Not to put you boys on the clock, but Shane did message me, and he is going to call back in 15 minutes. <laughs> he okay, double-checked well, we 15 minutes. We're on a schedule, boys. Get it going. Well, luckily, we only have one game to talk yeah. about here. We have yeah. a couple of stats I figured we'd bring up, uh, then do a, a quick little checkup with the CUDA, talk about a, a pretty big thing that's going on involving Tom Wilson. So well, let's just get right into those stats. I think uh, one of the biggest things I noticed in the stat line was uh, Alexander Barabanov had 15 minutes of time on ice. But of those 15 minutes, he tied with Eric Carlson with a minute and 36 seconds of power play time. And he's at five points in five games. He's a point-per-game guy. So, Doug Wilson, it's your, your phone is ringing. It's his agent. Resign him as soon as possible because, yep, that, there it is. <laughs> Pick it up, Dougie. Give him, give him the money. At this point, it's just wondering how much and how long he wants to stay because a guy coming in off of a low-risk trade with uh, Toronto and he's just performing in a top six role. So that's something that the Sharks needed, and they are getting. How much do you think he, he's going to command? Oh, it, it won't be guess. much. I'm sure he'll probably want like a one-year deal, especially with the flat cap, at like just a maybe one and a half million. Give him the Marcus Sorensen, right? I'd give him a million and a half dollars as like a, hey, all right, you did good. Let's see if you can actually work towards a bigger and better contract. So yeah, and I f I think that's a win win for the Sharks as well to get that deal. You know, I th I think it's a guy that you kind of need through this type of rebuild that'll kind of steady steady the boat a little bit. You know, yeah, easily. And that's a, well, that is another guy that you would have to worry about protecting. I mean, there's a possibility that right. Seattle would take him. I don't know if they would with a contract. I feel like they're trying to find other things here and there instead of just filling holes. Uh, I think like a Gambrell, but um, we'll see. You're having some uh, some Kyle McLaren esque internet there, Nick. You froze on us a little bit. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so th the other stat from the game that we took away was um, Kane. He continued his relatively good goal scoring season with his 21st and the 22nd goal of the season. That's uh, 45 points. <laughs> 45 points in 52 games. Um, I mean, I did call him as our as our top scorer at the start of the season, but. I, I, the numbers were a little, little, little high on my end. <laughs> <laughs> Am I coming in okay? Do I sound good? Yeah, you're good now. You're good. Okay, I don't know what the fuck. It's just a glitch. I think Kyle tried to backpack off my internet yeah. there for a second. Uh, no, I mean, Kane's been the best player for the Sharks. And like you said, you called it earlier in this year. He's done just phenomenal. And I, I think I cut out there for a little bit. Did you say how much he was pacing if this was an 82-game season? Uh, no, I didn't. But he's pacing for seventy-one points in an eighty-two game season, which is which is really quite good, you know. I think it would have been his career high. I can't say for certain, but that would have been just again. He's just doing pretty well. So good job to him. And then, of course, the most notable stat: Jones' save percentage was absolute donkey trash. Just absolute trash. Just absolute donkey trash. Yeah, I mean, we, we've bashed him so much this year. And, I mean, they've, the the coaching staff have given him plenty of opportunities to try and bounce back. And he really has not stepped up at all. So um, 
I don't think Martin Jones should get another start this year. I mean, I am the president of the I Hate Martin Jones Club, though, so I'm probably not the best person to ask. You know who would be a good person for this one? Would be a Solomon. He is a big, big Martin Jones fan, and it would be interesting to see what he would. Uh, <laughs> interesting to see what Solomon would think, because I, I, I mean, I don't think that we should have played him at all this whole year, personally. No. So, um, yeah. Uh, no, is it just want to touch only... touch back Sorry, on Evander Kane? Uh, career high of fifty-seven points. Oh, so considerably better than career high then too. Yeah, I mean that's insane, honestly. To to be able to if he actually got to that point in an eighty two game season, of course it's different. It's a different animal. There's more games you have to play. It obviously there's different things going on there, but that would be awesome for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking more about Martin Jones though, uh, saw a couple of guys, a couple of ideas floated out there. Twitter, we got four games left, and we want Melnichuk to get starts. We know Kozinas is starting. Um, everyone's going to be hearing this on Wednesday. Kozinas is going to be starting against the Avs on Wednesday. The real question is. is do you put Martin Jones on fucking waivers to bring up Alexi Melnichuk? No one's taken Martin Jones. That's true. That's true. And you need to be able to bring him up. And uh, they have Sachenko chilling on the taxi squad right now. So if you want Melnichuk to be able to go up and down, um, do you put Jones down on waivers and send him to the CUDA? Or do you just flip-flop Kozhanosh and Melnichuk and uh, make Kozhanosh get the start down with the, with the CUDA? I think the second option's a little bit more viable. Makes a little bit more sense, but I would love to see Martin Jones get put on waivers just one fucking time. Yeah, I mean that would be uh, that would help, that would send a hell of a message to him. It really would. But I don't, I don't think that the the management team and the ownership that's the direction they wanted to go with it. I, I think they've they've kept him around for a reason. They're still. I think they feel maybe that he did. You know that they owe him some a little bit from uh, from when we, he took his. You know he. he Stood on his head a few times in the playoffs for us, but yeah, I mean it would be, it would be hilarious team. if they he pay was... him every year. That's what he gets for standing, <laughs> standing on his head in the playoffs. Yeah, no, but it would be hilarious if he hit the waivers. And you're, and you're right, no one is picking him up on his contract, so it would be a, it would be a relatively safe move too. You know, yeah, I know he has been a bit of a veteran uh, presence for the younger goaltenders. He's the one that gave Kozhanosh the game puck from his first win. So I don't know, maybe. Maybe him being in there has a, a different effect on these younger guys. They, they maybe he can teach them a little bit, but I still don't see him being on the team next year. Um, no, me neither. But moving on, just talking about the, uh, we talk a little bit about the Barracuda there. We had a couple of good call ups here. Ozzy Weisblatt and Tristan Robbins both join the Barracuda, hopefully to make a playoff push this year and to get a little bit more professional, you know, hockey under their belt essentially. And these are guys at the Samra. San Jose Sharks almost said San Francisco 49ers have <laughs> nose deep in the fucking draft there. Um, they drafted last year, Ozzy Weisblatt being the uh, 31st overall pick that we got from Tampa Bay in the Barkley Goodrow mm-hmm. trade. So uh, it'd be good to see how they're doing. I know Ozzy already played one game and he took like a cross check to the face and the boys stood up for him. And another little tidbit here is uh, Sasha Shemleski is absolutely killing it down there the last couple of games. They moved him to wing. They converted him to wing. And this is giving me like Hurdle-esque vibes from years ago where Hurdle had those knee injuries and they didn't think he could play well enough at center. So they moved him to wing and he got incredibly productive on goal scoring. I believe Sasha has seven points in like two games. Just absolutely lighten up the score sheet. And he's 
he's feeding into just phenomenal play around him from Scott Reedy and Ryan Merkley, as well as standing up for his teammates, which is something that we don't really see up here in the professional leagues for some ungodly reason, uh, as far as the Sharks goes. So it's good to see the younger guys getting that experience again and improving overall. They actually beat the Henderson Silver Knights uh, one of the last couple of games, and they were one of the more difficult teams to beat. So keep an eye on the guys down there. Uh, there's a possibility that some of them get moved up for these last couple of games to see what we have. So. I'm so glad that you took uh, that name because I would have butchered it so badly. <laughs> Exactly that. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, gu I guess I think that's pretty much it for the roundup of, of the San Jose and, and the Cuda talk. Um, we do have a fool we'd be pitying. I think many, many people are going to be um, pitying this fool. Um, let's get right into it. I pity the fool. All right, so the fool we will be pitying is one and only Tom Wilson. Um, we've actually talked about him a few times this year on the podcast. <laughs> and he is back, back indeed. Um, Nick, do you want to kind of break it down a little bit? or? Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll hop out there and kind of give a quick rundown of what I've seen and all the different angles of the videos. I'm sure everyone that's listening knows uh, there was a bit of a scrum <laughs> between uh, the Caps and the Rangers in Monday night. And uh, essentially, Busnevich went down on the Capitals goaltender. Not like that, though. Uh, but he went down in front of the Caps goaltender. Tom Wilson goes down. And uh, T's having a little bit of uh, problems right now. You, you doing all right over there, T? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool. Just making sure you seem like you're struggling a little bit. Just want to make sure you're Yeah, okay. I mean, you smoked me once. You opened up a yoga studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so a, too much that's all <laughs> a bit of a scrum ensues and from what has been shown on social media from every different possible angle and cell phone video and slow-mo and super slow-mo it, it appears that tom wilson grabbed artemi panarin's hair now artemi panarin's hair is off or it's his helmet's off his hair's off tom wilson grabs him with his glove on his hand and rips him down to the ice luckily artemi twists his shoulder hits the ice first and not his exposed skull um he's still out for the rest of the season with a lower body injury and the Department of Player Safety spun the wheel and decided that he was only going to get a $5,000 fine, which is the max allowable fine from the CBA. That's like $5 for a normal person, Yeah, essentially. If you're equating the money, 5000 bucks to Tom Wilson is like, give me the $5. Okay, I hope you learned your lesson. And uh, the biggest thing is this kind of took off with everything that's going on involving concussions and player safety and how the Department of Player Safety is dog shit. And there's a statement released from the New York Rangers uh, after the fine was essentially released to public. I'm going to go ahead and read this verbatim, so excuse me. It says, statement from the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these types of acts. And we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action 
and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions caused an injury to Artemi Panarin that will prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by the NHL head of player safety, George Peros, and believe he is unfit to continue in his current role. So, (laughs) unwrap all that into layman's terms. He should have been suspended indefinitely, according to the Rangers, and they want the head of the NHL player Department of Player Safety, George Parrish, to be fired, essentially. Do you see this as an overreaction from the Rangers, as an appropriate reaction? What do you think? Um, I think, so I saw that basically the breakdown from the, the head of, like, it was on Twitter, so I don't know how much truth there is to it. But the breakdown of how they got to their decision was that it was <clears throat> it, the, the fine was for the punch, basically. And what happened after the play with Panarin was just a scuffle between guys after the play that happens all the time. Um, I mean, it's so obviously not that. It's kind of unbelievable they got to that decision. I mean, the punch alone, I feel, was was suspendable, to be honest, because he clearly had his head down. And he, it was a, a, like a, he literally punched the guy's head into the ice. I mean, like it's uh, that alone, I feel, is suspendable for a guy like Tom Wilson. Um, Suspending him indefinitely. I mean, that's a tough that is a tough stretch, uh, to be honest. But if you put like a real big suspension on him, that's really going to hit his pocket. You know, five like you said, five thousand dollars for these guys is literally five dollars for us. You know, like he he, he'll make that in the time that he was sitting off and sitting in the penalty box after like it's. It was. I really like struggled to see how they got to this the decision. Yeah, for me, it's like if I if I try to take a step back, if I remove my emotions from like the whole situation, right? Because I like Artemi Panarin as a player. I like Tom Wilson as a player. You know, we talked about him before on how why he's paid the way he's paid. I think I even said he that can, we could use a guy like, like we could use Tom Wilson on the Sharks. You know. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about someone who's not only feared physically on the ice, but feared on the scoreboard. Like, he's potting goals and dropping bodies, right? And you you respect that level of physicality and scoring ability. That's something that I feel like Timo Meyer could essentially model that level of physicality within the game itself. He is a repeat offender beyond repeat offender. Sharks fans know... Uh, Rafi Torres, right? We're talking about a guy who was taking runs at people's heads, uh, leaving his feet or leaving the ice, all that, right? He got a 41-game suspension, and Doug Wilson wasn't too happy with it, and we actually got fined $100,000 because of Doug Wilson's statement about it. I'm interested to see what the NHL is going to do with the Rangers with their statement, but I feel like not even getting suspended at all, especially since he already served a seven-game suspension earlier in the season. Uh, why? Like, where did they come to that conclusion? How do you not suspend a guy? I, I mean, you're talking about a Capitals team that's trying to make a... I'm assuming they're trying to make a run for the playoffs. I don't know the seating in the Eastern Conference right now. But you you got to be able to hit them where it hurts the most. And a slap on the wrist for a $5,000 fine is a fucking joke. You know, because people could die that way. Artemi Panarin's head could have smacked that. I mean, and it looks like they they judged it based off of the result of the action instead of the action itself, right? If if Artemi Panarin's head hits the ice and he gets a concussion, 
he's probably Wilson's probably suspended for seven plus games, right? But yeah. because nothing too bad came of it, and I mean we we can refer back to the Joe Pavelski five minute major as well. That five minute major was handed out just because Pavelski's head was bleeding and he was unconscious, not because of the actual action that was taken. So I feel like with a repeat offender like Tom Wilson and just how scummy he is post whistle. Yeah, that as was well as brutal. Yeah, as well as how often he's done this. And you're talking about attempting to, like, you're grabbing a guy's hair and attempting to slam his fucking head into the ice. But because he turns, it doesn't happen. And he doesn't get a single game of suspension. For me, that's just bullshit. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Like, that's that type of shit isn't needed in today's NHL. So now you're going to look at all these players that are like, well, fuck, Tom Wilson only got a $5,000 fine for slamming Artemi Panarin into the ice. You're going to see everyone do it. And it already happened today. Sidney Crosby uh, was slamming Konechny's hat head into the ice, and everyone's just like, well, nothing's going to fucking happen. So what's the point on, what's the point of even giving that $5,000 fine? It's It's useless, essentially, in this point. And... I feel like half of the Rangers' expectations are a little bit like overblown. I don't expect him to get suspended indefinitely for that. I do expect him to be suspended, but I do think that the Department of Player Safety, specifically Parrish, needs to undergo some sort of. That place needs to get like an overhaul. Like they, you want to talk about rebuilds on this podcast? The whole DOPS needs to get fucking rebuilt, in my opinion. So that's how I feel about that shit. I think you summed it up perfectly, to be honest. And I think that Dylan, the, any thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> and the the main, I think the main consensus is exactly that as well. I don't see, except for diehard Cavs fans, I don't see many people um, really seeing this as a remotely good enough um, punishment from the even players, you know? even diehard Cavs fans though. Like, come on now. Yeah. Be a human being. Be a be a hockey fan. Because I'll sit here and I'll defend Evander Kane every day of the week. When he uh, got his stick a little bit high on uh, OEL in like one of the first games against the Coyotes, I was the first one up to bat. Be like, I don't know, you know, maybe blah, 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 this or blah, 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 that. Or the Joachim Blickfeld hit on Nathan McKinnon that he got suspended for that wasn't even really egregious at all. But it's like, you know what? I understand because of the hit, it needs to, the punishment needs to be dealt out. I would expect respectable Caps fans to be able to understand that a suspension needs to be handed out. Like, remove your red-colored glasses off of your your (laughs) face for once in your fucking life and realize that the player's safety is supposed to be put above all, and that example is not being followed through with with right now. That that is perfectly summed up. I I love it, Nick. I love it. All right, so that that pretty much sums up that pitting the full section. Um, We've got a tea time up for bat here, folks. Oh, and Um, Shane's going to be calling in. And Shane will be calling in for it. So we'll head on over there. Good morning, asshole. And welcome to the Perfectly sums it up. Dude, I didn't know what to say, bro. Dude, what should I have to know what to say? (laughs) All right. And I have not seen the questions at all this week. Oh, you haven't seen them? No, questions. I haven't seen them. It feels weird. I don't know. Are we going to have a guest appearance from Isha or Jerome to, to is, read them is out? Because I don't want to read them out to myself. Okay. I feel like it's a little okay. here's, here's a, here's too a much. Here's a microphone there, Isha. You can, you can read it all. Is it in the outline? What two things oh, can it you is never eat for breakfast? What two things can you never eat for breakfast? No, I don't have all the answer keys on hand right now, so just... 
heads up. Okay, I will oh, do my best. Lord. I'm trying to get them, but this one should be easy. What two things can you never eat? For oh, breakfast? I know this one. I didn't even Google this one. I already know what this one is. Oh, I feel like it's so simple. It is. Is it? Damn. Um, You're overthinking it already. I can tell by your groans. <laughs> um, uh, dad noises ensue. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. What's it? Nick, give me one of them. Or does that give it all away? That gives it away if I oh. give you one of them. It's very... It's like... <laughs> You can do it. It's not a food item. There, there's your hint. What two things can you never eat for breakfast? I don't know, like a knife and fork? You can't eat that. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is Play it, Nick? <laughs> it is lunch and dinner. Oh, my God. God damn it. Yeah, see, that, that oh, one was an easy one. Fuck. God damn it. That's actually so annoying. I feel like I really should have gotten that. All right, next, uh, next tea time. Oh. Still waiting on Shane here, by the way. What tastes better than it smells? Definitely ain't fucking Vegemite, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what tastes better than it smells? Man, I'm so I remember this one, too, actually. Do you remember this yeah. one? I, I don't know this one, actually. I'm, I'm trying to simplify it, and it's not working. You got it. You got to think literal. I know. That's what I'm. Tr I'm trying, but thinking on a Tuesday afternoon yeah. in this economy, you're crazy. All right, <laughs> give them to him. Yeah, give them to him. The tongue. Oh my god, that's so god stupid. Damn. These are so Simplified. stupid. <laughs> god damn it! I can't, like who's oh, what goes up and never comes down. Oh, this one's easy, and I don't even remember. Producer T, let's go. I know. <laughs> it ain't easy, bud. Uh, no, no. I, this one, this one, isn't it? I want to. It's like the opposite of rain, you know. But helium or some bullshit. No, yeah, like some. Uh, it's age, producer T. We're moving oh. on. Um, that was an easy one again. Shane calling in here. Here's Shane. I don't know Sorry. if I should let him in on this. This is awful. I'm doing terribly. What are the tea time questions? All right. So you missed a couple so already. Amped. Yeah, so you missed a couple, but we got a couple more coming up. Isha, what's, uh, what's the next tea time question we got here? Before Mount Everest was discovered, what was the highest mountain? I know this one. Uh, this one's easy. I think I know this one, too. How? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's easy. Just, just, it's, you'll, you'll get it. The mountain, it's just the like horse? all the other ones. The horse's name is Mountain, and he, he gets high. Of course. Wow. Yeah. Okay, now I'm confused. <laughs> wow. Okay, n nothing? Mount Everest, right? Before, I don't know. The one... You know what the answer is? No. Mount Everest. Oh, okay. Mount Everest, Everest, right? Okay. It was still there before it was discovered. It <laughs> I said Mount Everest, but I, like, I didn't feel answer, it. I like my answer more. Yeah, I mean, Shane, you did have a good answer there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the next question? Last question for uh, tea time here on the Stick Hungry podcast. What spends time on the floor but is not dirty? A mop. Everything that touches me is dirty. A, a mop is dirty. <laughs> a mop is, is quite it? dirty. Is it clean? Uh, Damn dirty. Have you ever wrung out a mop, my man? Yeah, like why are you like, spreading? Oh, fuck. oh, I guess so. Soap. Soap. <laughs> soap. soap. Yeah. You just have soap on the floor, though? No. Yeah. That's why I keep my soap, man. 
Okay. What the fuck? Keeps his soap on the floor permanently. That's a that's one way to do it. You don't want to get into that conversation. What does spend time on the floor? A shadow. Oh, that's a good one. There we go. That one. That one was actually good. Banger of a fucking tea time. That was by far my worst performance. Shane, you got any additional questions for the boys? Um, what's your favorite pre-workout ritual? Like just got off the <laughs> He's like, I don't know when the last time I worked out was. Well, I actually, I my mom has a, a Pilates reformer that oh, I used okay. this morning for the first time, which was an experience and a half. Um, but I do, I don't have a ritual before, man. Uh, I'd say this is probably the ritual, though, right? That's it, right there. That <laughs> would be my pre-workout. Pre but you want a sucrose hit? Take peanut butter and put it on a Rice Krispie treat. There we go. That's a that's a life hack right there. Yeah. <laughs> Is yours always uh, to have a nice cold beer there, Shane, or what? No, not always. Just when I'm feeling tired and kind of shitty. But usually <laughs> I just work out without a beer. But a beer definitely motivates me to. to I love that. Kick my, kick my ass in the gear. I love that a beer motivates you. It's awesome. Just just fucking gorilla glue a fifty pound dumbbell on the end of your beer. So like, oh, <laughs> I would be ripped if that's how it would, that would be a thing. All right, Shane, you got anything else for us, bud? No. No. All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your workout if you're gonna hop back on the treadmill. No, I'm, I'm done. All right. Fifteen minutes on an uphill incline. Up. Yeah. Nice. Five on five speed. All right. Well, have a good night, buddy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, there we have it. The one and only Shane. That's just amazing. It's, it's, it's hard to say goodbye, isn't it? It is hard to say goodbye. That was like, no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first kind of thing, you know? Yeah, um, cute. yeah I, felt, I felt like that was a little cute there. Um, do we have anything else, boys, before we uh, wrap this up? The tank is on, baby. Yeah. That's the, it. The tank is most definitely on. out of sight. Yeah. The tank is on. Yep. Martin Jones is out and the tank is on. Yeah. <laughs> right there. All right. So before we head out, we'll throw out our Twitter handles again. You can follow myself at producer underscore T-E-E. You can follow the podcast at StickHungryPod. And you can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. Nick? You can follow me on Twitter at NickFloor underscore. And you can follow Dylan at D-Y-L underscore T-H-P-N. And you can follow Kyle McLaren at McLaren underscore K. And he also does decks, by the way, folks. Just a little free plug for Kyle there. Yeah, can, take a look at his yeah, Twitter account. He, like a whole <laughs> he will fix your deck right DMs up. DMs are open. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you. We'll see you next time. an episode and a half not bad we made it we did it